0: I'm up on this bitch every Wednesday Every Every Wednesday Up on this bitch every Wednesday Every every. Try to play Donkey Kong Country cause it's better than Mario I am not yo. You are Rosario Dawson I wish he would kiss me on the lip Oh I put shoes on It's Shoe Zeus. It's black shoe. Black shoe. it's black shoe. black shoe. It's black shoe. Black shoe. It's black shoe. Thank you for listening to Black Shoe the podcast. He'll be back next week. Love y'all. Peace, peace. What up? What the fuck is up, y'all? What's going on, beautiful people? It is I, Black Zeus, back for another motherfucker episode of Black Zeus the podcast. This is season Trey, episode thirty-four. My g's and g'sets. I hope everybody's doing all right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start promoting shows off the top, but guess what? Don't got no shows to promote for this weekend. Yes, yeah, right, my nigga. This weekend is another work weekend. Weekend brought to you by work. Uh, I'm probably going to end up at the corner at some point. If I do, you know, you should be following me on my social medias. My socials. Um, actually, you know what? Let's do this live now because I'm unprofessional. Let me do this. Let's look up if I'll be at the corner this week. I do believe that the lineup should be posted thank you for calling movie phone for cinema one press one for cinema two press two for cinema three press star why am I on wi-fi back here the wi-fi is poo back here bruh give me a second I promise you it's coming All right, not performing then 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 Perfect, actually Excellent, all right I do have a weekend off I know that sounds crazy I I was trying to promote shows And I'm like, maybe I'm on and I'll check But I submitted way late kind of on purpose i got so much shiitake to do and uh you know so little time to do it um that's like the one thing the older you get bro it's not even that you have less time everybody has the same amount of time but the older you get the the more that your time is stretched thin because by this point you're probably plugged into a job which eats up eight to ten hours of your day and then you're probably tired so that's the trap that most people people fall into. You know what I mean? You go home after work and you veg out. Well, hopefully I can just remove the first part of that equation from my life and just veg and then live the real life of a comedian. Wake up whenever the fuck I want, create art all day long, and then go do shows at night. Now, make that sustainable in 2022, my nigga. Um, But I'm working on it. I am working on it. Uh, I don't know what to call this episode. Different energy today. First of all, I switched out the, the regular cycle of Chappelle, Patrice, Andy Kaufman DVDs over on this section. Popped in a little bit of the San Andreas. A little bit of the OG copy. That is the fucking copy that I bought in high school, my nigga. That is a game that I will never get rid of. Um... Yeah, probably gonna start putting other older games that mean a lot to me on there. Don't be surprised if you don't be surprised if you see Metal Gear. Tell me about Metal Gear. I used to do uh, Solid Snake way better, but you know, I stopped being a nerd, nigga. What do you want? What do you want from me? Other vibes in the studio today. So I saw my good friends Lou and B uh, of 27 Collective. Um, The fabulous and talented Lou and B, uh, the producers of this podcast, literally like a cornerstone of the Black Zeus digital footprint right now. Uh, Very grateful to these guys. Kind of wish, kind of wish that B, uh, the lovely Mrs. to Lou, would have told me uh, how she was feeling sooner. About a key little thing on the podcast, okay? Now, when I describe this thing to you, chances are most of you did not really think about it too much. Maybe you did. But, there's probably a few of you that have been really annoyed, disgusted. There's probably been a few people that just stopped watching because I refused... To put on shoes, bitch. That's right. It's Black Zeus. The motherfucking shoe cast, motherfucker. Yeah. Because uh, I was doing this on the last episode. And B, uh, if you're listening to the, the podcast, I, I just rested my foot on my knee. I did that last episode and I was wearing white socks. Which is something I vowed to never do on the podcast again. Which, obviously, you know, I'm a stoner. So canceled that uh canceled that subscription been wearing socks the entire time and uh b's just like what the fuck are you doing wearing socks man it's gross it looks gross other podcasters don't wear socks and i thought about it and she's right people that are in a studio don't wear socks she's 100 percent right And this is why I probably should have a girlfriend again or a wife or something. You know, that's probably jumping the first step. But a girl to keep me in check be like, listen, motherfucker, put some goddamn shoes on. uh, Cause you're looking unprofessional in this hoe. You got it? So I guess now I'm wearing shoes on the studio carpet. That's the reason, bro, is because I have an immigrant upbringing. My brain is hardwired to not wear shoes on carpet and and i didn't even for a second stop to realize that this is my podcast studio not my mom's house (laughs) so um your boy fucked up on that one now you guys are gonna like go back and and anytime you go and watch older episodes you're gonna be like that niggas dirty ass feet his dirty ass feet well I wore my seafoams today baby I put the seafoam vans on my summertime vans I got the seafoam bucket hat cause summer's coming to a close summer's coming to a close did you have a good summer Sorry, I was listening to a lot of oldies this morning. So, they just, bro, everything in the, in the olden days, it's either about getting into love, being in love, or getting out of love. That's it. Up until, like, late 80s. Maybe early 80s. But definitely anything in the 70s, that shit is all about love. How do you need is love? Love, love, love. It's all like whiny sounding white people. All you need is laugh. And then you just had black people over here just being soulful as shit. And then you had the fucking the Beatles. I can't shit on the Beatles, man. As much as I want to. Yeah, that's right. I want to. I don't I don't see the appeal, man. I don't I'm sorry. I'm sorry white people. I'm I'm even sorry to the black people that like the Beatles, you know? But here's the real truth about what I just said is I'm not sorry. It's how I feel. What the fuck? Um the Beatles maybe overrated white white dudes to me. I don't know. When I say maybe, totally. But I'm sure if I listed off like some of my guys you'd be like Pfft. Overrated. I won't. Howdy doody, sir. You over here discussing the music? Why, I reckon you should listen to this fine artist called Elvis Presley. Well, listen here, bitch. How about you listen to Chuck Berry, you bitch? You fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. Is that type of day in the studio? Uh, let's recap the weekend shows. I did some shows this weekend. Hell yeah! Uh, I was at the corner, as I as I tend to be. The corner comedy club, lovely corner comedy club, downtown Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I was there on Friday. Hosted, uh, hosted an amazing lineup actually. Uh, but up, up, uh, Sandra Battellini was on there. Natish was on there, and my boy Habib Siam was on there. And uh, I got to host that little shindig. The crowd was on fire. Um, and then I, I got out of Dodge. Light, light night. Light night. And then the next day, Saturday, um, something I don't do too often anymore. I did a weed event. I performed at a weed event. Now, I performed and will continue to always perform in vapor lounges. I've described this on the show before, but I, to, to new listeners, which I got some on the weekend. Shoutouts and love to you guys. Um, vapor lounges are essentially like vapor lounge comedy shows are like the weed equivalent to, you know, a bar show. Right. So the only problem is, is that all those vapor lounges are gone. Word is that some of them are coming back around. That'll be fucking awesome. Um I've also just discussed on the podcast, like the difficulties of performing for stoners. If you're a pothead, bro, if you smoke weed, then you understand what the hell I'm talking about. Like You can, you can find something really funny when you're high, but like, this would be the reaction. But this is how you feel on the inside. But this is what you give them. Um... So all the Vapor lounges pretty much went away, uh, except for one, Planet Paradise. Shout-outs to Mike Rita. I think he's still doing comedy out of there whenever he's back in town. Um, but the event that I did, weed event, uh, shout-outs to my guy, Mello. Uh, Mr., Mr. John Mello of Mello Entertainment. Uh, Mello Out Entertainment, I believe. I've uh, known this guy for years. i uh, worked with him in the past. Uh, he stepped away from the game, came back in and i'm happy he did cuz damn let me describe weed events like we we have like vendor shows right it would be like your uh art like a local art show almost like where a bunch of artists get together in a in um in a space and they set up tables and they sell their art it's that for weed my nigga like they're just they're just selling weed um on on native land so they're they're able to do it and um Essentially, the whole setup, usually for these things, is you get there, and comedy is an afterthought, you know? Or the performances are an afterthought, because the whole thing of it is, is that it's a fucking weed market. People are there to shop, smoke, eat, and usually dip. But what Melo did, which I really appreciate, is this this nigga like, actually thought about the presentation around the actual, you know, vendor table stuff. They had like a whole stage set up. They had some panels. Um, this is straight up like weed advocacy stuff because it's in I'll say gray market, but gray market's not really a thing. You're either in the legal market or you're in the black market. But gray market only because out uh, out out in um the n- native land over there, I literally was on native land. So Like, they're able to do all these types of things on on their land, on their property. So, uh, I'm sure that's how they got around a lot of the legal loopholes. But it felt like some old school hippie shit. Like, they had uh, a little weed conference. They had a bunch of picnic benches and shit set up in front of the stage. Uh, There was a DJ, obviously, which a lot of the stoner markets and stuff will have a DJ. Because music makes sense. People are... Walking around they don't want to do it to nothing to no noise and shit just the sound of them click clopping on fucking hardwood floors or cement or whatever the fuck check this out check this out sorry I had to burp so yeah there was a DJ and all that shit they had a couple panels uh, a talent show which was just so cringe bad Um, and then one of the girls did the splits and stuff that was alright you know Uh, one of the ladies knew that she wasn't like doing good, but the thing I appreciated and respected about her was that she knew she wasn't doing good and she fucking powered through that shit like Simon Cowell was getting ready to let her through on American Idol, bro. I'm telling you, she had all the confidence that she shouldn't have had in that moment, (laughs) but I love and respect her for it. So that was that was that was that was all right, and um and then i went up and did like 35 40 minutes now these environments are not set up for your amateur my guy uh, these these are instances in comedy that you're being set up to fail you know not that you are being set up to fail first of all like i agreed to be there you know what i mean like i know i know what i signed up for but most comics would avoid Scenarios like this. First of all, it was during the day, you know, uh, and I've done these before. I did a weed market a month ago, where it was the absolute worst possible scenario. There was no stage, there was no thought uh, put into the actual performances. The performances were kind of an afterthought thing, and I I did what I do. I just said fuck it, and I stood on top of a table that was like a makeshift DJ booth. I just said, "Fuck it, nigga." I'm standing in this corner. I think my boy Tyler Shazman was with me, and he did the same thing too. Um, and Jam Easy was with us that day too. What a good day! And Reese Turner, Reese Turner was actually with me at this uh, last one, and uh, he was hosting the entire day. Damn, that must have been that must have been tough because the humidity was fucking bonkers. And um, you know, we out here, my nigga. Uh, Mellow though, my guy, he, this guy told me to come out hours earlier than I needed to. So I'm just out there. But I did my thing. I networked. I, I introduced myself to all the people there. I had a blast, actually, man. I got a bunch of fucking weed thrown at my face. And then I performed. And then people really, like, I, I, I not only just did, like, my material. But at this point, I'm just so comfortable in whatever setting. I just completely understand comedy for myself now. Uh, Like, I have my voice locked in, and there's really no scenario other than a scenario where there's no audience. That's the only time where, at that point, I'm I'm probably not even going to perform. But if there's one to two people, even, a a situation where most people would fold, i I fucking treat those two people like they're 2,000, my nigga. I don't give a fuck. Um, And thankfully, there weren't just two people. There was, like... 25 to 30 people at the picnic benches. There was only a few benches, right? But then because I had taken all the time to introduce myself to all the vendors and everything and like just walk around and people had seen my face, you know, I'd I'd been at the event for a minute. I had all the vendors like lining up uh, uh, at the edge of their booths and stuff and and listening in. And I even made sure that the guys in the back could hear me because I fucking... I started chirping them, and then they didn't respond. So I'm like, let's all test if they they can hear what I'm saying right now. And I just started saying random shit like they're selling farts in jars or whatever. And and they said, hey, what the fuck? I'm like, just wanted to make sure you're paying attention, bro. They're not selling farts in jars. You know, Um, that is not representative of all of my comedy, but a little bit of it. If you want to hear about farts in jars, I do actually have a really good joke about that. Um, (laughs) I wish I was lying. So yeah, I, I, um, I had fun and they paid attention and it was very smart of uh, the producers, the show producers to actually set up that little area the way they did because it's a weed market. People are buying weed. They should have a place to sit and smoke and you should have stuff for them to like pay attention to while they do that, which they did all those things. When you do all those things, I'll give you even more on the stage. When, when you don't, I'm just there for the pay. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a lookout for the people that are paying attention and I'll make sure that I have a moment with them. But overall, you know, if you, if you show that you actually care about the show part of whatever the hell you're doing, because not everything that we perform on as comedians is like a straight-up comedy show. Sometimes it's corporate gigs and you're walking in on the middle of a fucking boardroom meeting or, like a Christmas party, you know, and everyone's fucking drunk and eating bologna sandwiches. Um, true story one time, I did a Christmas party on, on my come up for a tire shop in a really hick ass town. And holy fuck, I'm happy I'm still alive to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I did do some exciting stuff though that hasn't actually happened yet. I bought tickets to an event. And when I tell you, the event that I bought tickets to, half of you are going to tune the fuck out. And let me tell you, I don't give a fuck, Judgey McJudgerson, you fucking Judge Magoo. I bought tickets to AEW, All Elite Wrestling's first Canada shows, nigga. Let's go. Let's go. If you know what the fuck I'm talking about, then you know what the fuck I'm talking about. We're cool together. I fucks with you heavy i'm i'm i've talked a little bit about wrestling on the podcast here and there and specifically about how i think i'm kind of back in because of this one new company that's been around for like three four years now um aew all elite wrestling holy shit these people actually i never like i love art okay I I fucking, and that's how I justify all this shit. Regardless of how you want to actually look at it. Look, nigga, I I actually watch boxing and MMA. Like, I watch real fighting. If the argument that you're going to come at me with is that it's not fighting, you fucking weirdo, you go to a movie theater, same shit. The only difference is it's actually more tangible. If you've ever been to a comedy show, then you know what I'm talking about. If you've ever been to anything live, performance, a fucking live show, then you know what I'm talking about, man. There's something different about the actual connection of being at the live event regardless of what you think of it me and my boy got tickets and uh our friend's sister wants to come cuz like why the fuck not cuz wrestling is just a fun ass time my nigga i don't care how old you are you could be in your 30s 40s whatever bro you're you're there live you feel like a kid but here's the thing here's the, here's the actual kicker cuz i haven't given a fuck about wrestling for like a decade wwe crashed and burned hard for me just what the product actually was was very kiddy um and like you know they almost like removed the art from it and and i know this might sound crazy to people me referring to wrestling as art so consistently but i'll fucking die on this hill it is an art form bro if you've ever watched wrestling growing up and you've seen a storyline play out like that's the fucking amazing part bro it really it is a soap opera Niggas ain't gonna front and be like, it's not a soap opera. It is. But you watch Breaking Bad. You watch Better Call Saul. You watch Atlanta. It's the same thing, except niggas fight. And yeah, it's scripted. Sure. But you can't give me this, it's fake bullshit, when I literally see niggas jump and do fucking flips. It's, if, it, it is if it is. Athleticism, I like. I fucking have a hard time calling it all the way sports because sports to me is like not scripted. But that's where Vince McMahon was a genius, and he's like, "Yo, fuck it, pal. We're calling it sports entertainment." Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. (laughs) I think having the shoes on has given me an extra layer of energy and confidence. I'm looking at myself in the, in the camera monitor, and I'm like, damn, nigga, why was I wearing socks this whole time? Look, I'm going to switch my foot up. Show the other shoe now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm very excited. Going to be going to a fucking my first wrestling show in years. The last wrestling show I went to was a WWE show. I went to Survivor Series whenever the fuck that was in Toronto, which actually wasn't that long ago. So I, like even though I'm not plugged into the, to the business fully, uh, I, I'll i still go and watch a live show when they come through and there's like a good event and I, I can recognize enough of the names. But AEW, man, they're doing, they're bringing the art, like they're putting the art back in fucking wrestling in, in a way that I really thought the days of me going like this, oh my God, no way. And not just from like a dope move because... I'll watch UFC, someone gets knocked out, and I'll be like, holy shit. And I'll watch AEW wrestling, and even though it's scripted or whatever, there are still moves and like um, there's still athleticism that is just so impressive that you go, wow, oh, my God. But I thought my days of being that impressed or shocked by story telling in wrestling were left in, in like my childhood days, straight up. This company has legitimately more than once made me feel like I'm 10 years old again watching the product. And that's because they actually care about the storytelling. I can't emphasize enough how much I fucks with just art, man. When when people really care about their craft, it shows. And not that WWE doesn't care about the art of wrestling. They've just become the Disney of wrestling, which is not necessarily the worst thing. And from what I hear with this this is getting inside baseball and wrestling but Vince McMahon just quit like he just left his baby that he st- he has been with WWE as long as I've been alive and he left because of some scandal it's coming out that he slept with like a lawyer that was with his company and then she left but she was on like a money payroll like a, she was getting paid out to she was getting hush money essentially and then there was like a investigation turns out Vince McMahon was doing this a lot and paying off a lot of women to not tell the public that he was sleeping with them and like behind his wife's back and all that shit and if you've ever watched wrestling and know how um like there's realism in every character in wrestling then if you've ever seen vince mcmahon's character you're not surprised by any of this he straight up made trish stratus like fucking get down on all fours like a dog and start barking and shit yeah i know cancel culture you go back into the archives you're gonna try and cancel this company but they squeaked up their image so good that you know and now vince is out but i still need to see people get hit with chairs and have it be believable and i still need people to treat me with some semblance of fucking respect man Like, WWE got so bad that it was all geared towards children. Nothing was stimulating to my adult brain, baby. None of these storylines were fucking, they were all rehashed. AEW's doing real innovative stuff, and I am done talking about wrestling now. How about that? How about that? But I will see you at Rampage. All right, I'm not done talking about wrestling. I couldn't get tickets to Dynamite. They have two flagship shows, okay? One show is called Dynamite. That's their live show. Uh, That's the two-hour flagship show on tv it airs on wednesdays then they have rampage which is a one hour show that airs on fridays the one hour show is obviously the b show it has less time you still get really high quality matches but because there's less time you get less star power and this is their first time coming to canada chris jericho is with this company right now if you recognize the name that i just said this man is a legend a legend in the wrestling business. To me, the greatest wrestler that has ever existed. And he's not even my favorite wrestler, but it's hard to deny that like his impact, his knowledge, his legacy, and his just continued evolution trumps even my personal favorite wrestler of all time, which is Eddie Guerrero. Viva La Raza. I'm your papi. Let's go. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I tried so hard to get the Dynamite because I want to see Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega and Jay Lethal. And they'll probably be a Dynamite because that's the flagship show. But if I'm lucky at this point, the tickets sold out so fast. The tickets sold out so fast. But I got tickets with my friends to the B-Show. And if I'm lucky, if I'm lucky, like I'll get to see Kenny Omega or Chris Jericho or Jay Lethal. But like honestly, I really want to see Jericho. He's got a theme song that the entire crowd always sings 100% of the theme song. It's such a fucking awesome moment. And now I'm done talking about wrestling. You can tune back in now. Thank you. Thank you for uh, dealing with all that. Oh, man. I tried to do something different on uh, today's episode. I did. You've been noticing I've been incorporating video games. Um, I've been playing skate a couple times on the last few episodes. And uh, on this table right now, something a little different. First of all, uh, something's been different for a minute on this on this set. and I didn't acknowledge it. I got Billy Madison, Adam Sandler, the Sandman himself, courtesy of Lou and B put on the set uh, to commemorate Adam Sandler seeing me perform comedy and approving. Um, yes, I'm still milking this. I'm a completely different person since meeting him. I'm a lot more arrogant and cocky, and just hard to deal with, I need red M&Ms on my rider, if I perform in your venue, you better have red M&Ms for me, because Adam fucking No, I'm just joking, (laughs) Um, but something that is on this table, different controller, I still got the PlayStation controller, but I was playing skate before with the Xbox controller, I got this beautiful retro super nintendo usb super nintendo controller so it actually has these analog sticks it has these uh shoulder buttons and all that shit and um i was planning i had it mostly all set up the computer says it's all set up but once again windows is fucking windows windows be windows baby Fucking PC has a mind of its own. It's Frankenhead over there, my nigga. It just does whatever the fuck it wants. And um, I wanted to play Donkey Kong Country 2. Or one. Probably one. I had one loaded up. And uh, I wanted to be specific. I'm going to start incorporating a lot of the games that I grew up um, playing into the podcast. And I'm pretty, pretty confident that I have a format for the podcast going forward. ...that I'm just going to stick to. And it may mean having no producer in that chair... ...but just bringing in guests randomly. Uh, I think my boy Natish wants to come through... ...who's a Toronto comedian. And Abbas, who is also a Toronto comedian. Both uh, amazing, amazing talents. Um, They'll probably be on the show soon. But I wanted to play Donkey Kong Country. I got this shit all set up. Uh, The driver was installed on the computer... I had my emulator all running and shit. I had the game. I made sure the game was working. I made sure the controller was working. And then when I went to go plug it all in, turn on the game, it boots up, and no button presses from the controller are recognized. I then spent 45 minutes to an hour that would have just been spent recording the fucking podcast. And now I'm here late again. (laughs) I'm really trying to do different stuff for y'all, man. And um, I don't even know if you know this. This is Inside Baseball. But look look behind here, bro. Look behind the fucking curtain. There's a green screen back there. And I'm putting this shit on camera on the podcast because I'm essentially baiting myself. I got to start using that motherfucking thing. So I'm going to start figuring shit out with 27 Collective and Hendog and just like piecing shit together. And uh, I'll bring you guys something different very soon. You know? Shit is coming. I'm trying to do more gaming stuff. Incorporate that stuff. But every time I try, the game takes a big steaming shit on my floor. So next week, I will hopefully have Donkey Kong Country. And I will go into the exact specifics of why I would choose. Why? When you're going to start... Incorporating Super Nintendo games now. A, a system that is very near and dear to my heart. I had growing up. Why would you go Donkey Kong Country, which is obviously less popular than Super Mario? Why wouldn't you play Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World or something like this? Because I think that Donkey Kong Country as a series. Is a better platformer. Yeah. Suck my left nut my nigga. That's what I fucking said. Donkey Kong Country over Super Mario Brothers. Fuck ya. Yeah. Fuck ya yeah, baby. And next week I'll go into that. I'm gonna get out of here though. This has been a decent episode. I enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed this. You know. That's the whole fucking point. Um, at that show. And, uh, and actually at the corner too. Over the weekend, I picked up some followers, I picked up some subscribers, I picked up some fans, I picked up some beautiful people. Welcome to the crew of beautiful people. I want to send a salute uh, to all of you guys. I really do appreciate you uh, supporting a nigga on the come up. I'm I'm here every Wednesday on YouTube, iTunes, uh, Guagle, Spotify, all that good shit. We're going to make a theme. If this is your first episode listening... I make a custom theme every week. Um, well, I don't really make it. I say a bunch of random gibberish Then one of my closest friends on this planet, Hen Dog of Henny Beats. He makes a fucking crazy theme. And then it's the theme that you heard at the beginning and we'll hear again at the end of this episode. I know I didn't do the Better Call Saul season series recap review. I know I said I was going to do it last week. I know I said I was going to do it this week, but here's me telling you right now that I will do it next week. Maybe. Anyways, Season 3, Episode 34, Black Zeus, the podcast. I am he, that is Black Zeus, a.k.a. Black Zeus on all social media. Please subscribe to my YouTube if you haven't already. I am up on this bitch every Wednesday. And uh, shit's getting more consistent. Definitely subscribe to that. And follow me on Instagram. That is my most active social media. That is A-K-A Black Zeus. B-L-A-C-K-Z-E-U-S. With an A-K-A at the front, baby. Let's do a theme and get the fuck out of here, my nigga. Try to play Donkey Kong Country because it's better than Mario. I said what I said. I am not sorry, yo. Motherfucker, you... You are Rosario Dawson. I wish you would kiss me on the lips that was that was weird, but yeah, I wish Rosario Dawson would kiss me on the lips. Why not? She's pretty cute. She's a cute gal, man, and she's a good actress. I said what I said. if you don't know who I'm talking about, uh she was in Chris Rock's top five. if you're a nerd, she plays ahsoka uh in the Star Wars live action shit on disney plus and uh and yeah. Should I do anything else with the theme? Oh, I put shoes on. It's Shoe Zeus. It's Black Shoe. Thank you for listening to Black Shoe, the podcast. I'll be back next week as always. Love y'all. Peace, peace. I'm up on this bitch every Wednesday. Every, Every Wednesday. Up on this bitch every Wednesday every every try to play donkey kong country cuz it's better than mario i am not sorry you are rosario dawson i wish you would kiss me on the lip oh i put shoes on it's shoe zeus it's black shoe black shoe it's black black shoe black shoe it's Black Shoe. Thank you for listening to Black Shoe, the podcast. He'll be back next week. Love y'all. Peace, peace.